millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You are listening to the Mother of All Talk Shows podcast with George Galloway. Major David McBride is a military hero not just because he put his life on the line in uniform, but because he spoke out about crimes that he saw being committed by other men in uniform in Afghanistan. We featured him in one of the most popular interviews of uh, recent times here on the Mother of All talk shows. And I wanted to catch up with how his prosecution, yes, you get prosecuted for telling the truth, ask Julian Assange, uh, but also how he was feeling as he watched the withdrawal from the country in which he had served. And he joins me now, Major David McBride. Thank you very much indeed for joining us again. Uh, first of all, a lot, a lot of military ex-servicemen, serving servicemen and women uh, have felt great anguish as they saw a 20-year war end in such bloody disarray in Afghanistan. What did you feel about it? No greater uh, reveal, I guess, of the curtain falling down as to as to what we saw on the fifteenth of August, it was uh, it was it was showing the world that everything there was a lie, and the the fact that the president Ghani took off with a bag full of money, uh, ran for the hills with his supporters, and and everything collapsed, and the Americans did have to escape uh, by helicopter from the roof of their embassy, having said that that would never, never happen. Uh, it revealed uh, to the world what I and pretty much everybody who worked there knew. It was a debacle. It was all a lie. And we had done nothing but enrich ourselves and completely break the country all uh, over a course of 20 years, and that senior people in the UK, the US and Australia had lied to the public, repeatedly lied to the public about what was really going on for their own self-serving means, and it was all revealed. Now I'm hoping to use it to get some accountability. The last American serviceman killed in Afghanistan was four years old when it began. Uh, there have been few wars, certainly uh, since the dawning of the 20th century, uh, that lasted 20 years. It's an epoch, uh, historically speaking. 
the Australians were involved in it right from the start. What is the state of Australian public opinion now about the sacrifice they made in this war? I think Australians are rightly very embittered about it. And there is a huge amount of questioning of us immediately going to war with the US. You know, if the US is like the school bully of the uh, the world, Australia is like their flunky and we just follow them around and whenever they do something, we stand behind them and go, yeah, yeah, and us too. You know, we never, we didn't even put a moment's thought into going to war with the US. We didn't put a moment's thought into their completely unworkable uh, plan. We just said, yeah, whatever the US wants, that's great. They're our allies. And I think more and more people now, in fact, I can't imagine there's anybody in Australia that doesn't say, this damaged our soul. This permanently uh, damaged our national psyche, that we will go and sacrifice the lives of our soldiers. We will kill thousands of Afghans and achieve nothing. Uh, we need to, we are better than that as a nation. And people are beginning to question um, that the government is telling us the truth, uh, that the government really cares about the life of servicemen and the government cares about these things they claim to care about. Freedom, which usually means money. Uh, we didn't care about the rule of law. We now try to say, oh, well, we were trying to help women and girls in Afghanistan. But that's just a propaganda lie. <clears throat> There were more. There were more freedoms for women and girls in Afghanistan when the Russians were running it. Uh, but of course, we couldn't have that, or the Americans couldn't have that because they hated the Russians, and so they started this proxy war. And the very people they armed to start the proxy war, which was of course started when I was a kid, uh, they were the ones who didn't want. Uh, schooling for women and girls, they were our allies. Uh, we consistently aligned ourselves with the most odious people uh, and the majority of Afghans do not want the sort of people we aligned ourselves with because the only thing they cared about was money. They didn't care about Afghanistan. They didn't care about people. They cared about getting money for their own uh, tribal leaders. I, we still haven't had any accountability yet, and I think more will come out. As you know, it's quite hard to bring the massive population with you, but my big aim is to not stop here, but to say we'll be open-minded about it, but we need to start finding out who knew what and when they knew it and whether they lied to the public. We need something a bit like the Chilcot inquiry that you had uh, in the UK. And that's what I'm going to work with, with my allies to say, let's find out. Maybe there's a good excuse, but let's find out what our leaders knew about this. this well, I, 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 I commend that uh, ambition. One hopes that it isn't as long as the Chilcot inquiry, <laughs> as delayed as its uh, conclusions were, and as absolutely uh, untouchable those 
uh, even found remotely guilty uh, by the Chilcot inquiry. We'll exchange notes on what kind of inquiry you should not have uh, made uh, directly between you and me. But, I mean, you know, you did this in Vietnam. We did not. Uh, Australia was then, of course, in the 1960s, a much more Anglo-Saxon uh, adjunct, if you like, than it is now. Uh, the pluralism uh, in Australian society is much, much greater. But you did it again uh, in Afghanistan. And if the Americans have their way, you'll do it again, uh, along with Japan and one or two others, in the confrontation with China. It seems strange to me that a country, country like Australia, uh, with a relatively small population, and geographically situated in a way that doesn't have to get drawn into conflict after conflict for the edification of people many thousands of miles uh, away. Uh, is it because the political class in Australia are basically people that, whose minds are still in the 1960s? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Yes, and I think everything went downhill after the Vietnam War or during the Vietnam War. That was a big mistake. Uh, we increasingly got American uh, intelligence bases in Australia. One prime minister uh, tried to get rid of them, and the Americans got rid of him. It's uh, this. This we have this myth that the conservatives say, "Oh, well, we need American intelligence." Well, the history of American intelligence is not good. They haven't foreseen any of the major events uh, in the past 50 years, like the deposing of the Shah of Iran, or the rise of the Taliban. Uh, they haven't seen anything. They haven't got anything right unless it's a coincidence. And the idea that we need American intelligence is ridiculous. But they have, like in your country, a bit like... Um, the Prince Charles thing you were talking about, they have huge amount of influence where they donate to politicians through various different companies 
and they kind of own the politicians. If, if the public knew the truth about what it costs us to be effectively part of America, um, I don't think they would like it. And the only reason America needs us is because they can't carry out these foreign adventures on their own. That's why they wanted us to come to the Iraq war, because it just they could say, oh, look, there's this first world country that, that's with us. It's not just us. And you're right. The, my big fear is not trying to um, get accountability for Afghanistan, but I'm trying to avoid us going to war uh, with China, which has been talked up all the time, in the same way that we went to war in Afghanistan. And I'm trying to show through the Afghanistan debacle uh, that the way that we go to war is totally uh, based on false information. It is based on propaganda from America rather than the truth. And yes, I'm trying to prevent the next war because it's likely we haven't changed any we haven't changed any of our senior military leaders we haven't changed any of our senior uh, intelligence people so what do you think they're going to do the next time America asks them they'll be like yeah and and the press have a lot to be uh, responsible for because they print a lot of stuff which is clearly propaganda and and what chance of the public got? when they assume that something in the major uh, media outlets is based on some sort of truth, as we've seen from Afghanistan, the press played along with a lot of what we call information operations, which means lies by the government, and they're doing it again. There's always an anti-China story at the moment. There's always like some mysterious Chinese cyber attack which no one can verify, but the media runs it as if it's fact. We get them from Russia too, supposedly. No one can verify whether that's true. And this is despite the fact that we have the ability to carry out cyber, false flag cyber attacks on ourselves, so we could easily fake it. But nobody questions uh, these mysterious reasons for ramping up our security state. And it's, it's it's considered a truism that war with China would be a good thing. Now, uh, we should have learnt from Afghanistan. We should have learnt from Vietnam. Everybody in Australia now knows Vietnam was a bad idea, a stupid, uh, poorly thought-out um, attempt for Americans to increase their influence in the world. They're beginning to see that Afghanistan and Iraq were the same. But strangely enough, they don't necessarily see that the trying to ramp up a war with China is exactly the same. Uh, so I need to work on that and to try to help people to see uh, that we are being fooled time and again uh, by what they by this kind of slave relationship that the US has with us. And they need us only because they can uh, say to the world, we're not doing this on our own. Well, more power to your elbow, Major. Uh, tell us uh, about your own case. As I said earlier in preface, uh, you blew the whistle on some quite horrendous war crimes allegedly carried out by Australian special forces and others uh, in the war in Afghanistan. And instead of prosecuting them, uh, they prosecuted you 
What's the latest on your case? Well, it's going to be drawn out for another year. It'll eventually be four years before I get into court. Uh, and so that is disappointing in some ways. Uh, it's not the fault of the judge. The judge has been extremely fair. Every time I put in a witness statement to say what happened, the military, of course, counted with 20 witness statements, which are all highly classified, probably the same sort of stuff you saw in the Chilcot Inquiry. Uh, they're trying to avalanche me with this sort of, most of it is irrelevant information, and it's very hard for us to deal with it because everything uh, is, I think, wrongly classified as highly sensitive stuff. And so that means it has to go around in an, literally an armoured car uh, or thereabouts, and no one's allowed to see it unless they're in some sort of locked room. And for myself and my lawyers to study it is very hard. Anyway, the case has been put off for a year. Uh, I'm hoping I will see justice. The charges may eventually be dropped. We could have a change of government. The incoming government uh, may think differently. Um, I'm hoping in the meantime, the more and more scandals come out, one of the people a major people accused of war crimes is running a, a defamation action um, against the idea that he is a war criminal. Uh, if he loses that defamation action, it's a bit tricky for the, the viewers, you'll understand it. Uh, it will look, it effectively it'll be the closest we will get to a, uh, a trial. He's a famous person. He's one of the big He's one of the good examples of what I was trying to point out in that he was a famous hero who got awarded every single medal possible. Um, and yet there were, from the very beginning, there were people saying, you need to be careful, of, you know, this is not necessarily what it seems. And I believe the government knew that. But they were more interested in positive appearances than they were the truth. And they didn't just give medals to the wrong people. They actually tried to put people in. When they needed a scapegoat, they were that sinister. When they needed a scapegoat, they didn't have any problems with finding people who were just doing their job and chucking them in jail. We've become a very sinister, cynical organisation where we will sacrifice good people for the right press story. We will lionise bad people. Uh, we pretended the war was going well when it wasn't, um, and now we're probably going to do a whole new propaganda mission uh, not based on truth. We've become quite dystopian in Australia, and as you rightly pointed out, uh, I'm the only one facing trial from the Afghanistan war, like the only one. Um, not a single uh, senior official is even, you know, being questioned or having to face some sort of a career. People who spent billions are not having any questions to answer about whether they did the right thing. It's just me, the whistleblower, who is facing trial. And it leads me to believe it's a bit like what Julian Assange said. They didn't want to win the war. They just wanted to prolong the war because it was self-serving. Well, dystopia, uh, indeed. Uh, we both live there. Major David McBride, thank you very much indeed for joining us on the mother of all talk shows. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.